On Sky Sports Radio, you're listening to Racing HQ. Racing HQ. And now, a complete analysis of the form for today's major New South Wales race meetings. We are going to Wong today. Phil Robinson is joining us for a track report. Hello, mate. Hey, Dave. How you going, mate? Very good, mate. Tell us about uh, the Wyong weather and track, mate. Uh, we had, obviously, those severe storms pop out of nowhere in Sydney yesterday. What happened at Wyong? Yeah, so we got 27 mil out of that uh, storm yesterday afternoon. The wow. rain had eased up to by about 4 p.m. We didn't get anything until probably about 8.30, 9 o'clock this morning, and we've we've just received probably another 23 mil of rain in the last hour. So... It's very wet here. We've got we've got surface water on the track in areas. Um, we're just waiting on the stewards to come. Okay. And we're we're going to walk the track at 11 o'clock. Okay, so there will be a track inspection at 11. So with the surface water, is that just because of the intensity of the rainfall that hit what at 9 o'clock this morning, or is that because the water table is already so high? No, it's, it's generally because of the intensity of it. So it can get away. Uh, the heavier rain can tend to be a, a bit better because it does run off, but... Um, I mean, the rain's eased a little bit now. It's, it's still raining, but uh, there is still plenty of surface water in a few areas. So yeah, and where concerned. where are those? Where are those areas, mate? Uh, there's an area in the front straight on the okay. coast, uh, and uh, from the the mile start to about the fourteen hundred, there's uh, plenty of surface water on that straight as well. Okay, so just a matter of working out with the stewards. So you'll just work out how long it'll take that surface water to dissipate, or is that just basically just sort of in what you've seen before are we are you positive or are you a bit sort of oh okay we we need to have a look at this yeah definitely in the uh case of today with the the radar looking like there's plenty more behind it it's, okay uh, it definitely puts a bit of doubt in your mind but um yeah all right we'll uh, hope to not get what it looks like we're going to get didn't they say it was going to be the hottest summer ever and anything like that anyway uh, let's see. Let's see how we go. We're still going to chat with Gary Harley and get the tips because plenty of times we thought we're cast when it comes no doubt to a race meeting. And next minute, we can get it. We can get it done and dusted, mate. So fingers crossed, mate. We can get that meeting there done today. But we do really appreciate everything you've just told us, mate. No worries, Dave. You have a good day, champion, mate. Uh, let's get to Gary Harley. Uh, good morning, Gary. Yeah. Good morning, Dave. Not good uh, hearing that. Obviously, with that extra no. twenty. To thirty, which is hit uh, today. What's the hunter like, mate? Because I've got to drive through the hunter later, heading to Mudgee. Uh, we got about twenty-one, twenty-two mils yesterday. So yep. Musselbrook, uh, they race. That was around about lunchtime. A little bit later on, not much at all. It's very heavy looking down towards Newcastle from where I am in the lower hunter. We had a couple of light showers this morning, but apparently there is some more on the way. So we can only keep our Fingers crossed for Wyong, but it's going to be very, very heavy. Okay, and obviously plenty of scratching based on uh, the track condition. We'll start with race one, 1100 The Journey, and a Waterhouse spot uh, favourite here, $1.75. Canberra or Willer, back in Sydney. Yeah, well, the horse has got 61.5 kilos, Ted. Campbell's doing uh, a fair bit of work for Gay and Adrian. He's living with Nash and his mother uh, in Sydney. And so he's not going to have a lot of dead weight because he's a heavyweight rider. Uh, he's got a lot of speed, Kautu, and he's had three runs. He was placed to Gosford on the boo in the winter, and he had two seconds at Canterbury. He's led in every start that he's had, typical Gay and Adrian type galloper. But his recent trial, he was well beaten uh, by a summer soiree who's scratched today out of the race. 
uh, because of the heavy track. Uh, but he'll be a lot fitter on race day. He's had a couple of trials, hasn't raced since August. He'll be hard to beat. Number two's got a great hope. Cross your heart for uh, John O'Shea. It's only other one run. That was at Wyong on a soft five on the 8th of February. Flew out of the barrier. Then Zach Lloyd took a set. Shifted out badly late in the race. Running a beat three quarters of a length. Had won a trial prior to that at Ramwick. It'll be all the better for the run. It'll run well, I've got no doubt. Um, Gerald and Sterling's horse, Lady Doris, had to change course a couple of times on the Buard Goldman the other day in the straight when it ran on well to run second. And number five, Lady, uh, sorry, what do you call it? Nike for the Snowdens. Its trial was okay. One, two, four and five. We go to race number two at uh, Wong today, and your favourite here at two fifteen is the Pfeiffer trained Dentudu. Yeah, I don't think there's much between uh, Dentudu and or Dentendu and Luna Field. I'm tipping Luna Field. It was the biggest tip you've ever seen last start at Gosford. Started at dollar seventy. Tommy Berry rode it. He led, give it every chance. And Merchant Lady was too good in the run home. Beat it a length and a half and a good four there and a super maiden. Prior to that, it was on a 6-6 on the Kenzo. First up, got me three lengths to Ballet d'Esprit. You'd have no trouble putting this field away. So I'm going to go with it. It's very, very quick. But so is the Tendu very quick. Hippo going there to ride for David Pfeiffer. He's only had the two runs, both at Warwick Farm, run second both times. Last start, set outside the leader. Uh, ran in badly in the home straight that day. There was no match for the winner, but Today gets the blinkers, and so does Luna Field. Uh, they both get blinkers first time, so they both should run, you know, a lot better. I just got Luna Field ahead of the Tendu, but nothing between them. Number 10 is uh, Eastern Front for Joe Pride. Didn't mind the run the other day. And number 6, Nibendo, or Nibindo. It won a trial recently for Gerald and Sterling. 3-1, 10 and 6. Chatting with Gary Harley this morning, looking at uh, the Wyong meeting today, of course. If you're wanting more updates on anything to do with the Wyong and the track and uh, whatnot, uh, be following Racing New South Wales Stewards in their Twitter profile because they have a track inspection at 11 o'clock. The third race, and we've got, uh, well, what, the Whitup train runner here at 260 in favourite. I think it'll win. It's a very ordinary race. She's a filly, pit luck. Had a couple of trials lately. She's had a couple of race starts on a soft six at Gosford in October. She got beat about 2.7. So the heavy track probably won't be a problem. Uh, she trialled twice recently at Ramwick the other day. She only beat three home in the trial, but a lovely trial. Zach Waddick trialled her. He rides her today. He's claimed three. He's going terrific, young Zach. Got back to last in the trial and made really good ground late under a strong hold. I reckon she's crying out for the Miley at first up. And uh, with that 53 and a half on her back, I like her. Ramirez has had two runs for Jason Ponsonby, come from Victoria. First up run was all right at Gosford, but very disappointing at Newcastle the other day. Got beat six lengths, got back. But when it got into the clear on the straight, it didn't make up much ground. Was beat. I mean, the winner did bolt in. You and I, one of John Thompson's. But in this field, I think it's second pick. Tom Cruising and Bling Empire 
they're both run well last start in weaker company. They can run a place here. Nine, one, four, and seven. So one it, of mate? the problems, yes, one mate. of the problems you've got, mate, is that it went up a heavy eight. So, ju- judging what Phil said, if they go ahead, it'll probably be a heavy ten. So that leaves it open for trainers to, uh, you know, make late scratchings without penalty with a change in the track. So that's another thing. We could have more scratchings if, you know, the stewards deem it to be a heavy tent. What about Christian Buchanan's running in race four? Yeah, well, it doesn't know how to find the winning post. Um, I think the best bet of the day is here. Brad Whittup's horse, Noble Test. Loves a wet track. Why Lonro out of a Galileo now? If it can't swim, I'll turn it up. It bullied in on a soft, soft five at one the other day. I got back three wide, no cover at the 800. Got outside the leader coming to the turn and it said ta in the straight. Four before that on a soft seven. It was well beaten one day at Wyom, but on a heavy track at Kembler it went okay. Um, it's only got 55 and a half. Chad Schofield riding once a mile. I think it's a good thing. Christmas horse, well, he won a race last prep, but he's had every chance in just about every race this time in without winning. He's got very good speed. Gardenzio, will he handle a wet track? Well, he's never raced on a soft or a heavy, so, but she is going to run him, so that gives you the indication she thinks it'll run, run well on wet. Stanzik only won a race at Tamworth the other day, but he's very impressive. Trained on the track by Tracy Bartley. And Silent Rush and another one of Christens. Eight, four, three, and six. Race number five. And uh, your favourite, t- another one here for the Buchanan Stable. Yeah, gee, it was a good thing beat at Newcastle the other day. I like it today. Curvet. Um, Lee McGorrian's rode it both times this time in, and he's on it here. Now, what happened at Newcastle, Dave? He gave it every possible hope from one barrier. Uh, running third until they got inside the 100 metres. Got held up, top of the straight, off wheels at the 400, blocked for a run at the 300, got split, got a split at the 150, back uh, towards the rail and dashed and got beat less than a length. Should have won. Prior to that, just got beat by Kobe Gill at Wyong and there was a big gap to the third runner. Only got beat a nose that day. Was on a soft five the day at Newcastle. And I think it'll win. Number four has got a big oak, Bo-Katan. Um, we were on it the other day when it was unlucky at Wyong. Run third at Canterbury back in July, only just beaten. First up at Wyong, last start. Three wide, no cover. Got inconvenienced at the 150. Desperate for the longer trip today. It is a big danger. Number nine for third, uh, Kaznar. Now, Kieran Ma scratched his other horse, which would have been favourite in the race, Peruna, to rely on this one. He run third, he's only run. Dylan's riding him, and Bobby is king. Eight, four, nine, and one. Okay, race six, Mickey's Pride here for Annabelle Neesham. I think he's a smart horse, Mickey's medal. He scratched him at Newcastle on Saturday. Um, oh, she did. Annabelle scratched him. To run here now, she's let him run on the heavy eight. So whether he still runs on the, if it goes to a heavy ten, and remains to be seen. But he had terrific form at the end of last prep. He won a fifteen hundred at Newcastle easily. Then he raced against a benchmark Saturday 
smart horse called Territory Express, and he got beat 1.3, runs second at Newcastle. Now, he's had two trials this time in, the last one on a soft open trial beyond Rhythm and Love at Ramwick. Three wide, no cover, second last. Hippo rode him, and he started to push him out in the straight. He made up a ton of a ground uh, in that last bit. Tyler Schiller's riding today from a good barrier. I think he's the one to beat, definitely. Obvious step goes terrific on the home track. Loves a wet tracks. One on heavy, one two on soft. Two off for and a rope. A good barrier. Definitely a danger. Number five, inner voice, comes from tail off to win the other day. Wants a fast pace. And number four, eight for red gum. Three, one, five, and four. Okay, we're going to race number seven, mate. At rush hour here. You ever seen Rush Hour, that movie, with Jackie Chan? No. <laughs> no, I haven't seen a movie since Farlow. Fair income. <laughs> the Farlow, no, I've watched a couple of You've watched a couple know, of films, surely. Movies, but I haven't seen that one. Well, that's a good, there's actually, it's fair income. It's, it's got uh, oh, that Tucker bloke um, and, and Jackie Chan. I reckon you'd like it, Rush Hour. Yeah, well, Jackie Chan is the uh, like the uh, karate the, bloke. Yeah, the it? karate bloke. Yeah, the Chinese. Yeah. He's the, the famous actor. Yeah, yeah he's ra- very, very the, funny. Tell you what, the rain's pelting down here in the hunter now, mate. Rush hour, you probably won't see a better mudlark. If you can cast your memory back, he won that half a million dollar Gold Coast maiden at the Magic Millions last year. They had a heavy ten, but it was a twenty. And isn't that the meeting, Dave, they call the meeting off? That's after correct, After the first yeah. or second race? Now, he yes. is an absolute swimmer. Trained at Newcastle by Nathan Doyle. He had one more run in the skyline, got beat five, went to the paddock, and there was obviously an issue. He had 12 months off. He ran a solid fifth the other day at Rose Hill, and he's firmed up. He, I think you said he was about 290. Um, 270 off now. 270 that, now. Mate? He's 270 yeah, now. Mate, the more it rains, the shorter he'll be. Young Ben Osmond, the Dungog boy, apprentice to Chris Lees, wrote a winner yesterday. He'll take three off. He's a good boy, this, and getting better and better. Gee, I think he'll be hard to beat. April Triumph, I was tipping before the rain. Uh, goes well. First up run all right. Couple of highway placings or midway placings back in May and June. Can handle a wet track. Floodway had more bad luck than you've ever seen last start at Wyong. But this is a lot, lot better race. Got held up, held up at the 200, held up at the turn, held up to the 100. Uh, you wouldn't believe how much trouble it struck. And number six, River Patchy. It was a good win the other day. Neil Werrett bred it, and he's a part owner. Tim Moore's got it. Four good chances there, two, one, three, and six. Okay. Now, uh, mate, uh, we go to race number eight, the lucky last, and your favourite here is uh, as a Yarka here. It's at two fifty. Yeah, I like it. Buy more than ready. They love a, love a wet track. He's had two runs on soft for two uh, two placings. He won a Goldman last start. Held the rail behind the lead in a thousand metre class one, and he burst through the last two hundred. And was he won running away. He won a race at Musselbrook back in November uh, by a length up there. They were both on good fours, but his soft track form's okay. Placed at Gosford, placed at Scone. A um, couple of the fancy horses that come out here, uh, so I think he's the one to beat. 
Ann Gara goes all right for Paul Perry, number seven. Paul won the first at Canterbury the other night. He landed a big plunge at Newcastle on Saturday, and he won another race yesterday on one that I was keen on. I think they bet four or five uh, dollars at Musselbrook. So the stable's absolutely flying. This horse on a soft track runs second at Gosford, just beaten the other day. Nine Lon Raki and three Patrika Gold. Eight, seven, nine, and three. Now, the best bet, Dave, is Brad Widup's horse. Race number four, it will be. Uh, she is the best bet, and that is number eight, uh, which is Noble Test. And the quality, well, race number five, eight, four, and nine. Six one five four two one three and eight seven nine. Fingers crossed. Uh, when the stewards have a look at the meeting, it goes ahead. But if it does, you'll probably find it. Knowing what Phil said or listening to Phil, there it'll be a nine or a ten. So there could be a few more scratchings. But if uh, if it goes ahead, I think we've found mudlarks in most of those tips. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think we have, mate. Gee, we've started something on the text line here, mate. They love listening and they're into you about the movies. <laughs> Wait. Farla, they're saying... They're say, they're, I know, but they're saying surely you have... There's a couple of good films they need... They reckon you should, well, they reckon you should watch Grand Torino with Clint, East, Clint Eastwood. Have you seen that? No, I've seen the other one. I've seen a heap of these movies, to be honest. Yep. I was only joking before. I'm a real Clint Eastwood fan. A lot of John Wayne movies. I love all the westerns. Yeah. Uh, but I saw the Tullock movie, the Farlap movie, and all those. But the modern day ones, I'm not a great James Bond man or anything no. like that. I, I watch Sky Racing most of the day. I watch the news. I yep. watch the footy and I watch the cricket. Uh, and you know what? It sounds like you've you got would a sword. Say that's a boring life, but. Me? That sounds perfect. <laughs> no, I wish I could do that all the time and not get taken over. Well, Fair I didn't income. always do that. It's since I've had the bad pull and sort of, you know, I'm at home all the time. But You can watch it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, people are just asking, where did you go to the movies? Was it uh, in Cessnock? Did they have a drive-in or was it uh, was it at home no, on the VHS? Or... There was one out at Hedden Greeter, which is near Curry on the way to Cessnock. Yes. And there was another one down near Lampton, not far from where Johnny McDermott lived. They were the drive-ins, but... We had a uh, couple of picture shows in Maitland when I was growing up uh, in our town here and, you know, in Newcastle and places like that. Same as with the singers. Um, me, and, uh, me and Robert Thompson, we went and saw Neil Sadaka one day with our wives at Newcastle. Uh, went and saw Gene Pitney. Went and saw um, Slim Whitman, Slim Dusty at the Maitland show about 20 times. You know, I like the music, like them old movies, but love the sport. And, you know, it's probably a boring life to most, but that's, I'm uh, very Mate, old fashioned, Dave. That's all it I sounds, It sounds outstanding. It sounds <laughs> outstanding. Before I let you go, because we've got some time up our sleeve here, how yeah, are your nights going to go? How are your nights going to go this season? Well, very promising the way they finished up at the end of last year. Uh, the two boys they bought from England, I think one of them was bought on Joe's advice. I think Joe told me. He rings me now and then to see how I'm going, Andrew Johns. And um, uh, Will Price, I think he's the name of one of them. I think his dad played for England. But they go good, both of them, apparently. Uh, they've come from the Super League to play here. 
Uh, we've got two very good five eights. Young Cogger's back playing with the Knights. And, uh, Bramble, who played last year, had a great season. So, you know, they've got uh, a fair side. We lost Fitzgibbons. He's gone to the Super League. But they'll go OK. It's just it's hard to predict. I mean, people are saying, you know, the Bulldogs will run in the top four or they've got an entirely different team now uh, to what they had last year. But they've still got to produce. Are the Roosters as good? You know Penrith and the Broncos. If I had a bet, I'd back the Broncos to win the comp, particularly if uh, the other bloke that's left Cronulla, the big front row, is going to come back in the second half of the season. They're going to have Payne Arson. They're going to have him in a crackerjack side. If I had a bet, I'd back the Broncos, but Penrith are a great danger, I've got no doubt. Well, mate, the Brisbane are 425 to win it. Yeah. Penrith are 375. And where is Newcastle? $26 to win the comp. I tell you what, yeah. what's Newcastle to make the eight? See, they've got them two ten to make the eight. I think Newcastle will make the eight, surely. I do. I think they'll make the eight for sure. Yeah, yep. and he signed on for another couple of seasons too, O'Brien, eh, I saw during the week. Yeah, well, there was a doubt whether he would uh, get the nod until they won all those games. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turned everything around, and uh, it was pretty hard to get rid of a bloke who won while they win 11 straight, I think. But right. when things weren't going well, there was, you know, a lot of critics. I'm not close to the club like I used to be. I watch every game on TV when I'm not uh, watching the races or at the races. But, I mean, I called their games for 25 years. And uh, I coached Mark years and coached Andrew one year at the Morris Brothers. And my sons were in the same team as the Johns boys and that. So... You know, we were, we're a very strong rugby league family. Both my boys played first grade in Newcastle. So did I for a while. Up, I got too fat. But, um, you know, we, we love the rugby league here. Todd lives in Darwin now. His boy plays. Troy lives in Melbourne. He's a mem- member of the Storm. We're good friends of Craig Mellamy's. He played in Newcastle for years when I was calling the local comp. So, uh, you know, we're mad rugby league, mad cricket. Had a couple of games with Doug Walters when I was younger. Uh, when we were, he was about, what, 16, I was about 10 for the police boys at Maitland. So, you know, we've had a sporting life, a lot of us, but that's way, way gone now, mate. Way, way gone. Oh, no, mate. No, no it's still going through the generations, it sounds, but um, let's just try and back a win today. And you know what? Plenty of text on the text line saying, Gary, that sounds perfect. The way <laughs> you've got the setup with the TV, sky racing to footy to cricket to a bit of news. Sounds yeah. absolutely sensational. Wouldn't it be good if Foxtel, they'll never do this, but wouldn't it be good if you could ring up Foxtel and say, I want Sky Racing, all the Fox Sports channels, and Sky News, and you just paid individually for the channels. You might pay I've your got name. All there. I've got them all. Yeah, but then, but imagine if that's all you had. Don't worry about all your, oh, you know, the drama and all the other stuff. Like, you don't want to watch Oprah and all that stuff, Yeah, guys. well, I like to watch our Newcastle News. I work with NBN for 25 years doing the racing on Newcastle television. So well, I like to watch the local news on there, to, you know, and I buy the local Herald and the Telegraph every day. So uh, that keeps me going as well. Beautiful. We'll talk later in the week, mate. Yeah, Dave, uh, I haven't got a meeting on Saturday and uh, I don't know whether Marlow won't be back, will he? Will he he's in Saudi from... Arabia. No, he'll be in, mate, he's in Saudi. He flies out today. He's in Saudi Arabia. 
Mate, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to give him up here because he's on the plane now. Mate, he was crying poor to me on the weekend. He said, "Oh, mate, because he's got the home ownership now. He's telling me about mortgage yeah. loans and the." Mate, I said, you, you're going first class to Saudi Arabia. You're not paying a cent. He said, oh, yeah, but, well, you, you know, know times are tough. Like it, the mail is he's lucky to be going. At least yeah. there are four, four other people. They all said no. 100%. So to take Marla. Yeah, I know. He was fourth cab off the rank because they, they needed someone to look after the uh, the pet. They got a dog at home. So, oh. um, yeah, there was dramas. Anyway. It'll be interesting well, to see how he goes over there. Well, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. I, I, I think the you dog gets spoiled. No, mate, no. Oh, leave me out of that. Leave me out of that. You don't take care. You don't take care of those type of dogs, mate, because they're not outside dogs. They're no, the dogs well, that they're they're like children. They're in the in the cot and all sorts of things. Leave me out of that. Yeah. Well, I've got one exactly the same. She sleeps on the end of the bed. Yeah, I know. But that's all right. See, that's okay for you. You would have educated and trained it. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So have a good week, well, mate. I was a greyhound man when he was in Rockhampton. Don't get me started. He got me into three greyhounds, mate. They're all currently winning the couch stake somewhere. They're enjoying life. <laughs> mate, more money down the gurgler. I just got to back a winner today at Wild. Hopefully these tips can lob, mate. Righto, mate. We're doing our best. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, there is Gary Harley joining us. He'll be joining us on Saturday, of course, with Newcastle Racing. We're going to get to Jared Daffy, who joins us. And, of course, that track inspection at Wong today at 11 o'clock. So we'll keep you up to date with that as well because they copped the 20 mil of rain last night plus another further 20 this morning. And they do have that current surface water at Wyong with more rain expected. So at track inspection at 11. We were going to do some interviews at 11 o'clock as well with some trainers in relation to that Wyong meeting. So we'll just, we might at 11 get back in contact with Phil Jamison, uh, who is the track manager there at Wyong.